guys. Welcome back to Figuring It Out with your host, Joanna. Today's going to be a solo episode, and we have one question to go off of. And then, yeah, we're just going to see like where this episode goes from there. So I don't even know what the title of this is going to be, but obviously, you know a bit more about this episode than I do right now. We're going to improv it. So yeah, let's see how that goes. I hope you're doing well today. Currently, I'm recording this on a Saturday. It's like six o'clock, 6 p.m. The sun is still up, which is amazing because, you know, what's it called? The time zone. I li- I know this term and I just am blanking on it. Daylight savings. Yes. And let's talk about that for a minute. Daylight savings. Okay. Some people feel very strongly about it, that they dislike it. And I personally just don't really care that much. I, I mean, like, I don't mind having to change the clocks because, in fact, for me, it almost, like, gives me something to look forward to because I'm like, ooh, we're changing time. You know, it's going to change the sunrise and the sunset. And for me, I don't know, I just like change. So sometimes I kind of, like, look forward to it or just... You know, it just spices up life a little bit when life gets boring. So I don't mind it, to be honest. But anyways, what else? Okay, life updates. So in my last podcast, I think I mentioned that I'm moving. So yeah, I'm moving out of the apartment that I was in for the last seven to eight months because it's not really needed anymore. And I'm thinking about traveling, although today when I looked at the airline tickets, they've like gone up significantly all of a sudden. Yeah, I haven't booked them yet. And I feel like I missed an opportunity when they were less expensive, but oh, well, we'll, we'll see. Maybe it's what the universe has in store. Maybe it's divine timing. Like it'll work out for a certain way. I don't know. So yeah, I'm moving stuff out of my old apartment. I went up last weekend, moved a ton of stuff, not really any of the big furniture, but like all my pillows, which is a lot, blankets, toiletries, clothes, everything in my closet. So yeah, I did that last weekend. And now I'm still actually finding a person to sublease and I'm interviewing people and trying to find a good match for my roommate. And what else? And trying to figure out all the details of like subleasing or, you know, having someone take over my lease. So I will say that is like kind of draining my mood, draining my energy. I wish I didn't have to think about those things. It's just annoying. You know, I wish I could just snap my fingers and it can be done. I can be all moved out and someone else can be in there. But these are, you know, the real life things, the three-dimensional life reality that we're living in besides that I'm with my parents walking my dog a lot and she's been doing great her name's Echo by the way don't know if I've mentioned her before and she's been doing great she's 10 years old at least she's been wanting to go for like at least four walks a day you know so it's good that she's still very energized because she I mean she's not old I feel like when dogs get old, it's more around the age of like 12. So, you know, she's still probably got a couple years of good youth. (laughs) So walking her a lot, 
and just been figuring out my life, what I want to do next, what the next chapter holds. My face is really warm right now because I took a shower not long ago and then, I don't know, it's just warm. (laughs) Yeah, it's the end of March. We'll be venturing into April soon. The trees are starting to like actually bloom or blossom their leaves, which is really pretty to see. In the past few years, I've really gained an appreciation for spring. But before, I used to hate spring growing up because I had allergies. I I still have allergies, but Zyrtec seems to do it well for me. (laughs) Not sponsored. And okay, that's, that's all I can think of. I just... I'm trying to not let long pauses go on. So I'm trying to just like keep talking and see if anything comes up. And by the way, I don't know if you realize, if you guys realize, but I make so many uh, edits in this podcast, in these episodes, I take out so many of my ums and my pauses. And if I'm just carrying on, plus I say the word and a lot in unnecessary ways. And I'm very aware of that. (laughs) So when I'm editing, I actually spend a very long time editing out all these unnecessary pauses that are just kind of disrupting the flow. So it's not like I speak perfectly. I definitely don't. But that is the magic of editing. (laughs) Oh, well, okay. I would love if you guys put a rating on this podcast I know on Spotify, you can do a rating. And also if you can leave a review on this podcast, just say a few words, you know, maybe tell me your favorite episode, what you've enjoyed from this or what you hope to hear in the future. I'd really appreciate that. And I also still have some merch available. I have sweatshirts, t-shirts, and a mug. So if you're interested in any of that, um, it's linked down below and that will help support me and this podcast. And I will also leave my PayPal down below if you want to give anything, but nothing is necessary at all. And yes, so those are just some housekeeping things I wanted to get out. Now I think we'll just go ahead and jump into the question that I got for a request to do either an episode on or just this person wanted my take on this. Well, I'll just read it. How to find community and stay strong and aligned with your authentic self after experiencing significant personal growth. This, um, his name's Mitchell and he's from my TikTok or I um, met, met him through TikTok and I know exactly what he's talking about here and you guys probably do too. After you experience a lot of personal growth, after you've made changes in your life to better yourself, it can seem like it can seem difficult to find a new community that understands you, especially if your old community kind of like either judges you or makes you feel weird about who you are, or just like doesn't really accept you as much anymore. And it can, it's not even like them saying directly anything. It's just sometimes if you're sensitive, you pick up on those little things. And also sometimes it's just, you can tell when you feel more distance from someone. And I think this can be really hard when you used to be so attached to someone or a certain community. And all of a sudden it seems like you're very different. And I mean, 
literally I can attest to this because this is what happened in my last relationship. So how to find community and stay strong and aligned with your authentic self. I think, first of all, since you are now a more authentic version of yourself, staying strong probably comes more naturally. Like now that you are being more authentic and you are being more yourself, you just got to like stand in that and really get into your solar plexus chakra, you know, the chakra of, you know, self-empowerment and confidence and really stand in who you are now and go all out with that. Probably when you're meeting new people, just like let that come across when you meet them. And maybe it's a physical change. Like if you want to start wearing different clothes, if you want to get a haircut, maybe making a physical change can help you with standing strong and like being this new version of yourself, just as like a little reminder so that you're not slipping back into people pleasing or whatever it was that you outgrew before. Yeah. So you can make a little bit of a physical change and Okay, so how to stay aligned with your authentic self. It's hard, it's weird to put into words. I definitely like have the words in my head and I'm just trying to figure out how to how to scramble them together. I mean, self-awareness is definitely a big thing. So I would say think about how you used to interact with people, how you used to in, how do you how you used to introduce yourself to people how you used to be in friendships and be very aware of changing things this time and I've got a great quote for you if you want something you've never had you must be willing to do something you've never done so if you want more aligned friendships more aligned relationships and community then this is a time to change slightly how you're how you interact with people and of course that doesn't mean like being fake and not being yourself this is really more so diving into this new version of yourself that you've tapped into this more authentic version of yourself so for example I can give a personal example I used to try and come across as like very energetic and extroverted when I first met people and I think Naturally, that still happens a little bit because when you meet new people, you like you tend to be excited. And I think it's probably a natural response. And so trying to not be as excited can probably be like un feel unnatural. But I just know like when I used to meet people for the first time or I wanted to make an impression, I would act a certain way because people pleasing, you know, I had those tendencies I wanted to be cool and this more so stems from like the teenage years but if you were doing that for a long time it can lead into your 20s and as you get older but we are talking about the fact that you are now self-aware that you are more authentically you so the change I have made is like I just am less yeah well first of all I'm less caring about what people think compared to how I was at like 15 and 19 and even like 20, 21. I don't feel the need to act as like energetic or extroverted because that's not who I am. And I tried to really put across the point and like give off my energy of being a more calm person and more introverted, more 
I don't know if mysterious is a word to describe me. I don't seem to be <laughs> mysterious. I'm just a lot more calm, a lot more introverted, although I can be talkative if you get me talking about something I'm interested in. But I think basically like I've made a change from trying to come across as like very energetic and extroverted to just like being myself, being a lot more calm because that is who I am. And sometimes I even think about it in terms of my astrology chart or my human design, which I, I, I try not to attach myself to those labels so much because using labels, you know, it has pros and cons. You don't want to limit yourself to a certain label, but I think when you're trying to understand yourself, it can help. And trying to remind yourself of who you are. Like, I just know for me, I am very much a cancer and yet I also have a Leo rising, which means I can come across as more like confident, more put together. But uh, I know a lot of people have also described me as calm and I've gotten like an aura reading where I have like a blue aura and it's just a calming energy. So I think about those things when I'm around new people or explaining who I am to people, you know, giving a little icebreaker in my mind. I'm like, yeah, this is who I am. I'm a lot more calm and I'm still working on fully accepting that. Sometimes I wish that I was more energetic and extroverted, but then I think we all want what we don't have. The grass is always greener on the other side. So I really just try to take pride in some of the personality traits I have that aren't as romanticized or popular maybe. And I just remind myself of that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll just be the quieter one here and that's okay because that's who I am. And if I try to be not that, then while I might feel better for a second because it seems like I'm people like that better ultimately it's going to destroy my inner peace it's going to make me suffer it's going to perpetuate like people pleasing tendencies so I think when finding this new community that is more aligned with you you got to stand strong and like take these mental notes and have these mental notes like kind of up front you know in your uh frontal what's frontal lobe you know have these notes kind of ready up there and how about how you want to present yourself and how you want to stand strong in who you know that you are and I know I had another point on this as well so I'm just going to read like what the question was again just to remind myself how to find community and stay strong and aligned with your authentic self after experiencing significant personal growth. I mean, on the other hand, I know I was saying like, oh, you probably know a lot better who you are right now. And on the other hand, maybe you're still a little bit confused about who you are authentically, like a hundred percent being authentic. Like who even is that? If you could like make yourself be a hundred percent authentic, what does that even mean? What if you don't know who you are that well? What if you can't stand strong in that because you don't really know and you're still like understanding your identity, then that is okay. And I think just trying to speak from the heart more when you're meeting people, 
when you're with people speaking from the heart I think has helped me a lot yeah and you might come across people who you don't resonate with but that's okay I think maybe take the approach that you can learn something from every person so I like to be curious about people I'm some I'm one of those people who will ask you a lot of questions about yourself and your opinions and perspectives because I am naturally curious and sometimes I, I also do that to not be the one speaking as much or to give myself time to think and like just I don't know I guess to decide whether I resonate with that person's energy or not but yeah um I mean another way you can you can conquer this to find your new community that really is aligned with your values is to I just had it in my mind and it slipped away (laughs) what was it I just had a great point oh okay is to think about the ideal version of yourself the most authentic version of yourself maybe the most free-spirited version of yourself. I like that word a lot. I used that word a lot last year as like a mental challenge in order to be more myself. So if you think about yourself, the ideal version, how would they introduce themselves? How would they interact with people? What type of friends would you look for? What type of friends would you have in your life? What would those friendships feel like? And ideally, I think everyone wants a friendship where it feels very reciprocal, very equal, you know? So think about the ideal, the ideal outcome. What does your ideal community look like or feel like? It might be hard to think about what it looks like, but what it feels like, you know, people who lift you up and support you and inspire you to be your best self. How would this community make you feel? And so thinking about the ideal situation, I think that can help because then you you take this new perspective of like, oh, well, you know, the more authentic version of myself is probably more confident. So they're going to talk this way. They're going to talk with this tone. And I think just imagining that can help you in finding the new community it also prepares you. And I think you can maybe look at every new interaction with every person as like, hmm, you know, is this the next person who's going to be, make a big impact in my journey? Am I going to spend a lot of time with them? So maybe if you look at each new interaction that way, and then you think about how your ideal self would present themselves, pairing those two things together I think that's a good way to start forming your community and it's going to take time. Um, And then also something to keep in mind is that you are probably going to keep growing and you're probably going to, your beliefs that you have right now might even change. Like for example, I might go in a side tangent with this, but I recently just posted a TikTok talking about, well, like the text on the screen was me saying how when you find yourself or like when I first had my spiritual awakening, I was so enthralled by being woke and learning about all these things like manifestation and law of attraction. Um, And then, then I said like, but then you have another spiritual awakening and you have a lot less desire for manifestation because you realize manifestation 
a lot of parts of it or some parts of it have really been materialized or like the focus is now on materialism then I was saying like yeah this is where I am like I I feel like I don't fit with my my old community my old like non-spiritual community but I also now feel like I don't fit with the mainstream spiritual community and the song that was playing in the background was like lonely or like saying like am I crazy (laughs) and so that's just an example of how like for me even since my spiritual awakening quote unquote which was three years ago now which is crazy to think about even since then I mean I thought from then on I would always be so enthralled by the law of attraction and manifestation but that has changed like I am not nearly as interested in it anymore and so I've had belief systems continue to change even since becoming a new version of myself and I just think that this is natural your soul is going to continue to evolve if you let it so maybe non-attachment can also come into play here so not being attached to one certain belief system and just being very open-minded I think can also help with forming a community But yeah, I think it's important to realize that your beliefs might continue to change. Maybe even your values, um, as you learn more, as you experience more, as you have more awakenings, because you can have more than one for sure. I think naturally, probably everyone has, or, you know, if you're someone who has awakened, quote unquote, then you're probably going to have multiple and things are going to continue to shift and twist and turn And you might find that what's authentic to you now is not going to be authentic to you in a year. And again, that's been the case for me. Like another example from my life is I used to be so into self-improvement and I was much more structured and disciplined with it. That did help me make a lot of progress in terms of like physical fitness and productivity. However, it got to a point where it was taking the fun out of my life because I was just thinking okay, I've, I've like gained this much muscle, what's next? And I would just think of the next goal and it felt like a, the rat race basically. And also, yeah, it was taking the fun out of life and I was not allowing myself treat foods, which made events with friends and just, I don't know, it just made me like more uptight and more tense uh, because I was so focused on like, I was so focused on making more growth and like, exponential growth and continuing to do more and more and like impress people more and more by how much growth I'm making which I was doing out of insecurity as you can tell by the way I'm talking about it and so yeah it's like another example so many examples I would be with friends and they would be late night people who would want to keep hanging out until like midnight maybe like 1 a.m maybe even go out late and I would be thinking like, no, I need to get up at 7am or 6am, however early I can't stay up. I can't have fun. And so I would like leave early or I would just be so worried about that to the point where I wasn't being in the present and I wasn't even enjoying the situation, which was unfortunate. So yeah, I have deviated from that version of myself to a much more relaxed, much more feminine energy flowing type type of version of myself 
Although sometimes I will say I do need more structure. <laughs> but nonetheless, the point is that things that serve you now may not serve you in the future. Your belief systems are probably going to continue to shift and change. And also like on that, your ideal version of yourself is probably going to change. The version of myself I idealized or well, fantasized about two years ago is different from what I fantasize about now. There, there's a lot of similarities, but like there are some things that have changed. So again, like reiterating the point that your authentic self will continue to, it'll, it'll look different in different chapters of your life, I think. Oh yeah. Well, another point to bring up, and I think I've mentioned this before on a previous episode, is how it is okay to not be in alignment. And in fact, it's very necessary to understand what it feels like to be unaligned. And this is going to be a continuous thing. You know, think of a spiral, whereas in some seasons, you're going to be very much in alignment. And then you're going to come out of that probably so that you can shift and grow and understand your path even better. And it's the duality of that that's going to help you grow even more. Because I think if we stayed in alignment, like all the time from this point on, because we were doing things perfectly, quote unquote, with our morning routine and fitness and all of that. I mean, that's not realistic. And also, I think we'd stop growing as much. Like the rate of growth would would decrease because we would be getting comfortable or, yeah, I think things would get a little boring if like you really were in alignment just constantly for years from now on. I think that it's when you're unaligned, that's when you really like gain motivation to get back into alignment. And so if you didn't have that, then you wouldn't, you might not make as much growth. I hope that makes sense. There's a part of Buddhism that talks about this. It was in the book, The Heart of the Buddhist Teaching, where it talked about this specifically, how the contrast is very necessary So just to keep that in mind, you might make mistakes. You might end up being friends with someone who doesn't bring out the best version of yourself, even though you've done so much work, like you're just going to make mistakes. And sometimes people are going to be different than how they presented themselves. So don't expect mistakes not to be made. So in forming a new community, there are probably going to be ups and downs. And so I would say like to, and anticipate that or like just to be okay with the fact that things aren't always going to be in alignment you're not always going to be in alignment and ultimately that's for your best that's for your growth to keep you motivated to keep you learning to keep you kind of like on your toes Um, so I think that's a good thing to keep in mind and just going back to my original point of to just think about how you want to introduce yourself to people from now on you can change how you introduce yourself like from today on, you know, maybe you previously were telling people you were a content creator. Well, if that's not working for you anymore, like if that doesn't make you feel good about yourself, then you can use a different label or you can use a different way to describe yourself. You know, just being able to describe yourself in a way that makes you, that makes you feel good. I think that is a beneficial way or that's a good way to stay like true to who you are when you're meeting new people. Lastly, it's okay to mourn 
that old community who you don't fit in with anymore. Or, you know, another thing to think about is that as you go along your journey, you might reconnect with that old community. I mean, I'm still friends with people like non-spiritual people from my past. I'm still friends with people from middle school and high school who saw a very different version of myself, but the connection, it can still be there. And like, you can still reconnect and you can still learn things from those people. So that's another thing to keep in mind. I think that is where I'm going to leave that. Maybe tonight I'll probably be like, oh, I thought of another good thing to say, but on first you know, going impromptu on that question. Those are my thoughts. That's my take. I admire anyone out there who is making personal growth, like who is putting in the work and challenging themselves to be a better version of themselves and trying to be more authentic. Like I, I admire you guys. I support you. I'm here with you. And it's a process. It's a journey. It's okay to make mistakes and mess up sometimes and it's okay to be unaligned sometimes so yeah that's just a little I guess pep talk right there (laughs) oh yeah I thought of another thing like a life update that I completely forgot to mention even though it just happened today so I'm part of Toastmasters I don't know if I've mentioned that before but it's a public speaking club and it's an international club that has little chapters or clubs everywhere like you could probably find a dozen of them in each, in a big city, in each big city. They're, they're everywhere. So we had a contest today, speech contest, and I won and I'll be advancing to the next level, which is the division level. There are lots of levels, by the way. So this, this is like the third level. I did the club first and then area today. And next I will be doing division. So if you guys are interested to see me do my speech, uh, the contest for that is going to be April 9th in the morning, like 9 a.m. <laughs> I don't think I'll be speaking at 9 a.m. But anyways, if you're interested in like coming to that, there will be other speakers as well. Then you can reach out to me and I can give you the Zoom link. Um, and also, if you're interested in Toastmasters in general, like just message me, hit me up. It's a great way to improve your public speaking skills and listening skills. I've been part of it for three years now. And I mean, it's helped me so much. Like Toastmasters is a community of mine that really lifts me up and makes me a better person. And I will open up the door to anyone who's interested. So message me if you do want to hear more about that, or if you're curious about that, you can also visit my own club if you are interested. So yeah, reach out to me about that. Also, I have been binging on a new podcast. I love it. I've been going through so many episodes and this podcast is called A Small Amount of Drama. So I actually learned about it from another podcast, a YouTuber who I watch. Wait a minute. Okay, let me explain this one first. So I really enjoyed this one. It's with two friends talking and I just have to like give them a shout out because I've enjoyed listening to it a lot. So if you guys are looking for more podcasts to listen to, which I kind of assume you are, if you're listening, I'm always open for new podcasts. So if you guys have any recommendations, then message me. But this is a podcast that I've been binging. 
the YouTuber who I heard this from or like learned about this podcast from was Michelle Reed and she has a podcast called but what what, but the but what's next which is also great yeah I feel like I should talk about more things that I'm listening to and watching just as like a little culture pop culture thing I don't know we'll try that out we'll see if that's aligned we'll see if that is authentic with for me but today I want to mention it uh and then Bridgerton season two just came out so my mom and I watched the first episode last night we watched season one together because she is an Anglophile she loves British stuff and I'm actually half British fun fact by the way my dad is from London he's got the accent and everything I don't I was not raised over there and I wish I could have an accent well I've got an American accent and when I go over there they enjoy hearing it. But anyways, uh, yeah, so Bridgerton season two came out. We watched the first episode last night. Let me know if you guys are Bridger- Bridgerton fans. Um, if you're interested and haven't even like heard of this TV show, it's a British period TV show. Uh, it's very modernized and a lot about love. So yeah, very dramatic, very much about like relationships and marriage and all that so I mean if you're interested in that I would recommend it and I'm also watching a new show called Sweet Magnolias uh, which is more of a southern it's going away from the English culture this is like southern culture and I mean I just found it the other week and I've been watching that and enjoying it so if you're just looking for new shows and you're pretty much just going to take any recommendation, I guess these are mine. I feel kind of weird putting at putting that at the end of this episode, but I guess I guess that's a way to wrap up. I would like to go on a little bit longer. I try I try to reach like 45 minutes because for me that is like the ideal length for a walk. So Another thing I've been thinking about recently is coaching and the coaching industry. And I just, I have a lot of critical thoughts about it. You know, I, I've been trying to look at it from a more skeptical point of view. I asked about it, people's opinions about it on Instagram yesterday. I had some really good thoughtful responses. Like some people think it is helpful and the world could benefit from it. But on the other hand, coaching it just sometimes I really I look at some business coaches or like the coaches who are coaching other coaches and I just think about how it almost seems like we're just convincing other people we're just convincing our friends like coaching our friends to coach other people and it seems very meta it almost almost seems a little bit existential to think about like a coach coaching a coach on how to coach you know it just I I've really had some critical thoughts about it lately and maybe I will talk about those in a future podcast but that is something that is just starting to simmer on my mind and I really do want to bring it up and talk about it because I am thinking about it a lot and I want to have my own business and I want to be self-sufficient and financially independent off of that but I don't want to get there through unethical means and I don't want to do something if it doesn't feel right to me. So like I have been reconsidering 
posting and promoting my coaching services. But then I didn't feel quite right about that. You know, if you come to me, if people come to me and they're like, hey, are you still offering sessions? Then yes, I will be there for you. But promoting it these days just feels really weird. Something about it. I don't know. Maybe it is the fact that I don't have a certification. And like, honestly, something I'm thinking about these days is that I would be a better fit as a therapist and like to get a master's in something psychology related and to go for being a therapist. So that is something I've been thinking about. Um, But yeah, if you do have any thoughts on the coaching industry that you would like to share, like you can be as honest and as frank as you would like. So feel free to reach out to me. And also I would love to start getting more email submissions. Like if you guys have stories in your life you want to share or questions like today, uh, like the question I had today, or if you have things going on in your life that you would like a different perspective on a third person or what's it called? Um, someone who's not involved, like their perspective, then I would love to receive your email submissions and you can email me at joannalesley44 at gmail.com. I can also put that down below. So yeah, please, 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 please um, send a submission, anything you want to hear my perspective on, because I would really appreciate that. And I appreciate you listening Um, Make sure to leave a rating and write a short review. Just any, any few words would mean a lot and share this podcast, put, post it on your stories. If you want Um, any of that would help any feedback would help as well. If there's anything I can do better. Yes. We're going to wrap up for today and I'm probably going to go make some tempeh for dinner, tempeh and kale. I made some peanut butter oat cookies earlier. They're really good. Take a deep breath in and exhale. Make sure you're breathing deeply every now and then. Yoga always helps and don't feel alone if you are going through hard feelings because your girl is too. So you're not alone. Always feel free to reach out and I will talk to you guys next time. I feel like we're leaving on a deep note. But yeah, I mean, what's wrong with being deep, you know? All right, guys. Yeah, we'll we'll end there for today. I really am grateful for you listening and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.